Hi and welcome to a new episode. For this episode, we are going to talk about how to deal with loneliness. Because even though women traveling alone are frequently warned about the dangers of being kidnapped or murdered on their solo trip, there is also another downside to traveling by yourself that is rarely talked about, and that is loneliness. From my experience, after being on many trips of my own, and along with the highs of traveling solo, of which there have been many, there are still times when I am consumed by an overwhelming sense of loneliness, and probably you have as well. No matter which way you cut it, at some point you are warranted to feel the sting of isolation. But that is also the beauty of solo travel. Because you know what? You are completely in charge of how little or how much time you spend with others. And here is the thing about loneliness. Once you feel it, this feeling will not go away on its own. And the more you try to avoid it, the more it will chase you. And I would like to start by defining what loneliness means. According to Google, loneliness is defined as a distressing feeling that accompanies the perception that one's social needs are not being met by the quantity or especially the quality of one's social relationships. So even though you're traveling and you went on that trip with the illusion that you will have the time of your life, it is inevitable that you will feel lonely. In an idea world, solo travelers will bounce easily from one set of new friends to another without a single lonely day in between. And often, it really is as effortless as that. Sometimes it's not. And even if you get to meet people that easily, sometimes the depth of the relationships will be superficial and you will not feel satisfied with them. Not even that, but even sometimes you will feel socially born out. And we all have felt that way, and that's part of the process. And this is something that is not unique to solo travelers. Have you thought about the fact that a society were struggling with loneliness? And it's hard and even embarrassing to admit that we feel lonely. The perspective that I want to offer here is to change the narrative. Instead of looking at loneliness as a bad thing, what if we look at it as a space where we allow ourselves to grow, where we allow ourselves to question our choices, to change what is not working in our life at the moment, and an opportunity to sit with yourself and journal about your thoughts. Because the worst part of being alone is not the act itself, but the shame and the stories we tell ourselves. Remember that we can either be our best friends or our worst enemies. And also remember that what we focus our attention on grows. Once we recognize we're having these thoughts, what can we do at the moment? The first and important thing to do is to tend to your basic needs and see if that solves anything. When we are hungry, thirsty, cold, tired, or in pain, it is easy for those basic needs to turn into something bigger. Other thing you can do is to change the scenery, move your body to release dopamine, which is one of the happy hormones, and also 
you can journal about these thoughts and feelings. Journaling has been a great tool for me during these moments because it allows me to feel my feelings and by writing them by hand, I also feel as if I am taking these thoughts out of my head. Another thing that you can do is to focus on the big picture. You are already traveling and you were brave enough to leave home to go to a place where you didn't know anyone. Do you realize how badass that is? So instead of terrorizing yourself with horrible thoughts about being lonely, be proud of what you did and go out and explore the place you are in. I know we human beings are social creatures and we crave social interaction. But something I recognize is that when we embrace loneliness, when we become friends with her, we learn to be so comfortable in our own skin that we don't force any relationship. We gain clarity and we get to know ourselves so well that we set boundaries and get to choose who has the opportunity to spend time with us. Now that we talk about this, I also would like to share some tips to help you have a more social travel experience. The first one is one probably for me, one of the easiest ways to meet people, and that is to pick a social accommodation. That is why when I first started traveling, in addition to budget constraints, staying in hostels was a great choice for me. And I was actually shocked about how easy it was to meet people. Another thing that you can do is to take a group trip. You are still traveling with strangers, but you will share experiences with them and it will be inevitable for you to start a friendship with them. Thing number three is to put your phone down. Trust me, when I say this, when you have your phone in front of your face all the time, you seem unapproachable. And no one wants to bother or be annoying, you know? If you have your phone on your face or you see someone having their phone on their face, it's like, okay, well, the first thing you think is, maybe this person is busy right now and I don't want to bother that person. Tip number four is to get out of your room. Especially when we're feeling lonely, we have this tendency to isolate ourselves even more. Just have in mind that travelers are friendly and it's very unlikely that you will be the only solo traveler around. Besides, you are in a place where nobody knows you yet. So don't worry about judgment and don't worry about being awkward. <laughs> Tip number five is that these days there are options for finding other solo travelers. I've known many people, especially many girls and also boys that have used Tinder or Hinge to find platonic hangout buddies. And I've also heard that dating apps now have friend versions like Bumble Friends. And there are also many Facebook groups where you can find like-minded solo female travelers, potentially in that area. One group that is very well known is Girls Love Travel. And tip number six is that just be able to take risks and to be outgoing and to start a conversation. I know it can be very uncomfortable to approach someone that you don't know, 
but the more you start doing it, the more you will build your confidence. And as I said in a previous point, travelers are typically friendly and they are social people. So whether you are in a cafe, a bar, or a common area in a hostel, be willing to be the one that says hello or starts a conversation. And I just want to end this episode by telling you that feeling lonely while you're traveling on your own doesn't need to be fatal to your trip. Like most adventures in life, the low points are usually temporary. And if you can sit with the feeling, understand it, and pass through it, then you can continue on to have many more incredible adventures. Thank you so much for listening.